day for what it's worth is here. Man, that sounded kind of negative, didn't it? My bad. So let's try that again. Opening day is here, so where are you going to go? Uh, oh, did I say that? Okay, let's try again. Opening day is here, and we're all excited. Yay! Was that better? Yeah. All right. I'm Jeff. I'm Kim. I'm Tom. And John. And John. And so welcome back to the Three Old Reds Fans podcast, coming to you from the east side near the heart of Cedarville, the famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds pitching legend Bumpus Jones. So let's get right into it, guys. Major League MLB.com released their power rankings today. Mm. Uh, the Astros, who just won their second World Series in five years, are not surprisingly number one, followed by the Braves, Padres, Dodgers, Mets, Yankees. It's the top six. You have to scroll a little bit to find the Reds. What number do you think they're at out of 30? Can you see it? Did I you already it. look? <clears throat> I saw, well, I was looking at it before you asked, so yeah. I, I will yeah. defer. You, you will 28. Refer. 26. I'll go 27. 27 is correct. (laughs) (laughs) The lowest ranked team in the division, right behind the Pirates. That Uh, hurts. Pirates are 26 as you work your way up. There's the Cubs at 22. uh, Brewers at 14. Cardinals at 10. So it's not the, the best team in the division is 10th. So it's really amazing the Cardinals find a way. They find a way. They do. The only the three teams we are supposedly better than are the Rockies, the Nationals, and the Athletics. So there you go. So the Orioles are supposed to be pretty good this year. Oh yeah, they they've been they've been their rebuild is going pretty good Where and they're, they they're at 16. They're at 16. So, you know, that's that's where it is. Um, so we've all been. We're going to talk just so our uh, devoted listeners can know exactly what's happening here. We're going to talk about what, what the lineup and who's going to make the team and who are these guys are. And Tom's going to tell us he's never heard of any of them and stuff like that. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to um, then we'll get more into rebuild philosophy. And I know we'll have multiple opinions about that so um but we're just going to go through this so tom printed something off here's what mlb uh had out i think the other day yes this week last couple or three days um jonathan india at second base um somebody also said man could be comeback player of the year if he has a good year Hmm. after what happened to him last year so that that's on the table uh they had jake fraley being the dh on opening day uh, Will Myers in right field, Joey Votto at first base, which we'll talk about. Tyler Stevenson catching, T.J. Friedel in left, Spencer Steele at third, Spencer Steer at third, Jose Barrero at short, and Will Benson in center. And Hunter Green is your opening day starter. And Alexis Diaz, should we require a closer on opening day, would be the closer. <laughs> um, so. Votto, if you guys saw some of what Votto said, you read between the lines, doesn't sound like he's going to play Monday or Thursday, whatever day that is. Which probably could put Will Myers at first, move somebody else into the outfield. But that's, Yeah, this lineup I have has Votto DHing and Myers at first base. Right, and who do they have in right? They just show outfielders, Field, Benson, and Fraley. Fraley, okay. Fraley. So it's kind of the same group. Yeah, same thing. But, you know, you just bring in um, 
somebody else, you know, you bring, um, well, who did they bring in? Let me see that. Kevin Newman at short. Oh, they put Newman at short, which I don't think that'll happen. Meyer Stevenson. Oh, Newman. Okay, and then they what did you put Barrero in the outfield? You're you're right, Kim. This year it we will confusing. use that Seinfeld thing in at least one game when Newman strikes out or something. <laughs> Newman. Yes, Newman. Newman. So you know, I mean, that's where we are. Sinzel's on the injured list. Um, he's been playing a lot of. They're talking like he's going to play a lot of positions. Um, so that's we can just talk about that part of, it, and then we can get into pitching after that. So. Um, Tom, you know any of these guys? You recognize any names? <laughs> yeah, half of them. Most I mean, th- listen, India and Myers and Stevenson could all have decent years. Sure. I mean, that's what we can hope, right? Those three have career years. After that, I mean, who are who is Spencer Steer? Well, he came over late last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Played yeah. pretty well. Yeah. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be a good prospect. He hit 240. That's pretty well, well in our well, that's standards. A, that's that's who, better than the team average. Yeah. <laughs> who do we have last year that we traded to the Padres who had a career year for us, and, and then, then the Padres took him. He had 20 homers with us. Oh, oh yeah, the shortstop mm-hmm. guy. Not Moustakis. Not Moustakis. No, not Moustakis, no. but he, I, I don't even remember his name. Oh, but it's third, like, who is this third, guy? Played third base. Played third base, yeah. Again, 20 homers for the Reds, and they traded him to San Diego. Yeah. yeah. So maybe – well, the point being, maybe we have one of these unknown – Guys, being a yeah, could be career year. Oh, that's true. That's true. I see where you're going with that. Um, Most people would see right away. Well, I, you know, I'm a little <laughs> slow on the uptake. Uh, hey, Barrera is promising. He's had a good spring. Right. He hasn't proved. He hasn't been able to hit major league pitching in the past. So, you know, we'll see what he does this year. Um, he's been coming on. Apparently, we'll see. I think. You know. Some of these guys are just placeholders until until they until they're ready to bring up some guys who are in the minors that they're pr- projecting to go you know to be there. What? Which is the fifth rated minor league system, minor in, league all system in all of baseball. I don't know what that means anymore with the Reds, but it, it it's better it's, than being the twenty fifth. Exactly right. Exactly right. What if so, we can't make the power rankings in the major leagues, we shoot for the minors. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, there's – some of these guys are obvious plays. I mean, Votto's a placeholder, obviously. Fraley's a placeholder. Will Myers, to some degree, probably is as well. Um, although he could, you could get a couple good years out of him. Friedel is. The Reds are a placeholder. Too. I was going to say. Yeah, that, that's you know, what you're saying. Exactly. I mean, and, and Benson was a guy who never seemed to mount, fulfill his potential. And then he's come to the Reds. They say, you know, the swing – you know, you've heard all this stuff before. The swing change and he's – hitting better he's looking starting to look like the guy everybody thought he was going to be as a young prospect we don't know he could be an all-star for the next five years or he could be in triple-a by april um the end of april and never seen again he could be aristides aquino he could be you know (laughs) i mean we don't know what he's going to be but that's kind of where they are until you know until there's a couple more guys so you know india and stevenson are solid to the future core, who are the next? You get once you find probably three more guys, and you have like a five-man solid core. Then, then you start to figure out filling around and who's. Maybe you bring in a guy. Maybe you play another young guy or not. You know, you get a veteran, whatever. Yeah. As that works, but we're on. The, we're still on the path to this, and 
So that's that's what that looks like. Um, so if you switch to, to pitchers, starting pitchers, did you read? There's a really interesting article in Red Lake Nation about a new metric. Jeff, you'll love this. Okay, I haven't seen this. Stuff plus. Did you read that entry? No, I didn't see that. And it it takes it does not take into account the result of the pitch, but it's velocity, release point, spin rate, all these things. You know who ranked first in Major League Baseball in Stuff Plus? Probably Hunter Green. Rank. Hunter Green. And Lodolo oh, was yeah. ninth. Well, they got Ooh. nasty sliders. That's why. They got nasty stuff. Now, that doesn't necessarily translate to yeah. wins and losses. Yeah. but They both have high-end sliders. And now Ashcraft has developed a slider that he said the other day after his last start in the, in the spring training was like, I now feel like I can use this in any count when I need to. Or no, that was his changeup. Hmm. That was his changeup. But he has the good slider. But I think it's. I think it was his changeup. He said, "I can feel like I can use it in any count now." You know how it is. You develop in a pitch until you. Yeah, you don't have confidence. You don't have confidence, and once you get confidence in it, right, then you can start using it, and that's the way he feels. Well, I heard uh, Crawl was talking about um, Ashcraft knowing. I mean, these guys are, are young. They need to learn and trust their stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Ashcraft has a hundred mile an hour cutter and he can break major league bats with it and use it. You don't have to pinpoint that in the major leagues. You can break bats throwing it right down the middle with a hundred mile an hour cutter mm -hmm. and they just got to get it in their heads. And if you trust the guys behind you, you don't have to pick the corners like Greg Maddox. Right. Which wasn't easy to trust the guys behind you last year. Hey, no, our ADP is flatline. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to go back several episodes if you want to know what EDP is. I um, mean, all three of those guys, though, had a lot of innings in last year. They all had over 150 innings. So that's a lot in the major leagues. So they've, had, days, a, they've had a year under their belts here. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, think it's, I, think, I think it could – the first three guys could be really good. Yeah. They could be really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the bullpen, I think, is a little, be a little bit more proven with some guys. We got rid of some guys. but And how, and what, why are they a little more proven? Because we couldn't come up. Well, other some, than Diaz, we couldn't come well, up. But some of these, well, some of these guys you, you don't know, like a Fernando Cruz and Alex Young, have pitched a decent amount in the majors. You just don't. We just don't know who they are because they're pitching for whatever team and throwing their 60 innings, and we're not watching all those games. You know how that is. I mean – there's people who like. Okay. If you're not a Reds fan, who in the world is Buck Farmer? I'm going know to. You, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying I'm that gonna, I'm going to say I'm going to leave it at this. I'm going to leave it at this. If we could watch them on TV, I'd probably not yeah. say what I said, and I'll know who these guys are. Yeah. I wouldn't know where they came from. Right. It's I fair. wouldn't know their background. Right. But at least I'd know. Hey, John Helmick's on the mound. Yeah. Bum. Yeah. Bum. What a bum. <laughs> Get him out of here. Send him the way of Hunter Strickland. But. Back yeah, to, so, so the point is is that some of the guys that have found their way into this bullpen from some uh, – I've listened to some other podcasts, just read some stuff here in the last few days. Trader. People are saying some of this middle of the – you know, middle relief role stuff, the guy, these guys bring a little more experience to the table than what maybe we did in the past year or two. I don't know how much that matters, if it's going to make a difference or not, but, you know, their bullpen was what – I put this down. I made a note of this. What was their bullpen last year? It was like terrible. Uh, it was terrible. Is that what you're looking for? ERA was. I don't know where I put that. I thought I made a note of that. ERA was like. Uh, there it is. Uh, 
bullpen was the 29th worst in the majors last year with a 6.68 ERA. Wow. But Diaz is back. That would be great with when Antone comes back and and uh, Santian and guys like that who, who, who we think have real talent. That can help. But they're hurt. So, you know, and health was – this team was hurt like crazy last year. 66 – they used 66 players last year. It's the most they've ever used in team history. They had to go through 66 players wow. to get through last season. So the injuries have been were, – were bad. So, anyway, um, the last two spots in the rotation do not inspire confidence at this point, but – well, if Overton we can, uh, Overton and Sessa. Three out of five is not bad, and if we can win three out of five games the whole year, I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. I mean, so. Hunter was hot at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah. He was burnt. He was he was smoking at the end of the year. Yeah. Ashcraft was too. So. Yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah. good to have get a good start. It seems like the last few years we have not had good starts. Mm-hmm. Well, Votto's not year. playing, so maybe we'll be fine. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oof. yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it 3-22 and 22 or whatever? Something yep. like that. Yeah. I mean, you can't recover. That's, no. That's, that's impossible to come back from. Uh, and that, that <clears throat> kind of destined them to that 100, 100 losses. Mm-hmm. So. I think Lodolo and Ashcraft are coming out of spring training in good form. I think better than Hunter. Of those three, I think I would rank Lodolo and Ashcraft above. Hunter did have a decent outing. Was it yesterday? The day before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're trying to work on during the these last two weeks in the springtime. But it seems to be they're going in the right direction. Well, (laughs) that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's where we are. Yeah, Overton. I, I, I was listening to. Locked on Reds podcast. I don't know if you guys are listening to that, but it's a daily one. These guys and you know they they do a pretty good job. They follow the team really close on a daily basis. And and it was like Connor Overton. The Reds said he's because he's consistent. He showed consistency. Well, he's made about I don't I think you can count all his major league starts on less than two hands. And it's not really much of a sample size to go with consistency, but. Oh, well. They obviously didn't think Brandon Williamson was ready because they sent him back down because he seemed like the next prospect to be the most ready to get into the rotation, and they sent him down. So, But I'll tell you, <clears throat> be watching for – these are here's a couple names that could be coming either this year or next. Um, or There's three of them. Abbott, Andrew – Andy Ab- Andrew. Does he go by Andrew, I think? Abbott. Um, Connor Phillips, who was in the Winker Winker trade, I think it was so. Winker or Suarez? It was one of those trades. <clears throat> it might have been Suarez, but anyway. And Joe Boyle, who they drafted out of Notre Dame, who has like blossomed coming out of college. Did you see them with the Dragons? Any of them? Yeah, I've seen them all pitch there, and and I, you you know this stuff plus thing, mm-hmm. you know when you're there in person. You and you're down there taking pictures by the dugout, and you're down you're down close. You know, I'm no expert by any means, but you can tell. Oh yeah, there's such a difference. You can tell when a guy is making guys look bad, blowing it past them. They're not ready for it. You know, I can't see a lot of movement standing by the on the side, but I do go behind and shoot some pictures 
through the backstop in the back. Um, and then I watch a few pitches when I'm sitting there when those guys are on the mound. And you can see, I mean, I saw it with Hunter. Uh, Ashcraft was blowing people away when he was there because mm. he, he throws hard. I didn't see much of Lodolo. He wasn't there that that long. I didn't really get to see very much of him there. But, yeah. Did Overton come through there? No, he's from somewhere he's from, else. Yeah. They got him from somewhere else. I can't yeah. can't keep track of everywhere, every well, coming here, and going. Here's but. why he's not on the club. His, well, he is. His, he's in the rotation right now. Overton. He is? Yeah, they named him the number four starter. Oh, here, here's this. Go ahead, Mr. Go ahead, Mr. Credibility. Tell us. Yeah, that. his last start in spring training was on the 25th. Yeah. And his ERA is 15.43. Yeah. He pitched five innings, gave up 11 hits and nine runs, uh, struck out six, walked one against the White Sox. Yeah. Well, just so you know, that's good enough to make the starting rotation. Yeah. Well, that's it's a product of. And Hunter they, Strickland saying, and you cut me? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a product of they obviously decided Williamson wasn't quite ready. They didn't. They felt like he was still a little overmatched. And then Luke Weaver's hurt. They want He was supposed to be in the rotation. Yeah, he was supposed to be. And so that's probably what that's a product of. And, and whenever Weaver comes back, I mean, Sess is really a reliever by mm-hmm. trade more. You would think he would go back to the bullpen. But – if he's pitching great as a starter and Overton's not good, they'll dump Overton. They probably wouldn't put him in the bullpen or they'd bury him in the bullpen. Who knows what what will happen. I mean, maybe, uh, you know, um, um, so I'm looking at, you know, there's also Justin Dunn out there who's been a starter. He's a midseason guy. Who knows what you might get out of him. Gutierrez is a midseason guy because he had Tommy John. And Antone's an, Antone filled a great role in that bullpen and when he gets healthy, he had – he had like a forearm strain in the spring. And oh, just, really? Just a setback. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a surgery setback. It's a forearm. It's. But he's been out so much. So these setbacks. How? Yes, how? How I is know. that becoming chronic? I don't know. Because that they when he came on and we're again it, pitching was so weak, he was such a bright spot oh, and know. doing performing very well. Got injured. Well, they moved him into the starting <clears throat> rotation. Yeah. It, but it just seems like. These injuries are constant. We, are. we could probably rewind this to last year at this time if we'd have had a yeah. episode. And same thing with Anton again, is my guess. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, yeah, we don't know. I mean, injuries are always a part of the game. Um, that's why you got to build. That's why you got to build depth because you got to have it. You know, it's like, you know, that's why you have a backup quarterback and everything else. So, I mean, it's just what you have to have. So, so that's kind of the. That's kind of who they got. I mean, the the other bullpen guys are, you know, there's Sims. Sims is not – I don't think he's on the – I don't think he's starting the season with them either, is he? Is he on the list? Early season return is my note here. Buck Farmer, who was pretty good last year. Sam Martin, who they like. Fernando Cruz, Alex Young, guys they picked up. Um, Sam Martin. Ian Gibault. Gibault, yeah. <laughs> Wee oui, wee, oui. he's he's there. Cooper. So, um, and, and so Sessa there's going to be yeah, there's going to be a couple other guys on this bullpen that I don't have written down here because it's hard to know who all they're going to keep until until they announce it here, until they come north, as they say. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's 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 not a it's you can certainly see as you look at this, there's some bright spots and there's like those guys could be good players, but then there's so many like, who's that guy, right? 
or good prospect, but not all good, not all prospects work out, right? For every Jonathan Indian, Tyler Stevenson, there's two or three guys who don't pan out. You know, there's Aristides Aquino and mm. and so forth, and and kind of a Senzel right now because he hasn't he's had so much trouble staying healthy. So for all that, so you know, does a Spencer Steer have a good year, like you said earlier, Tom, or Barrero really breaks out, or or uh, you know, you know, Will Myers is back to his old form. I mean, if two or three of those guys do that, this team's more competitive. If none of these other guys are really the answer yet, then that's going to drag them down. It seems like every year we have an injury and uh, somebody comes up from the minors and makes a big splash. You well, never know. It happens. Ellie could come up. Yeah, Ellie of course. Cruz could come up and Barrera will never see the starting season. Yeah, the bad news on Ellie is he's starting the season on the I, on the injured list he got yeah. sent to AAA and then he got hurt so yeah. it's not a it's a hamstring I yeah think. at least that with him is a strain yeah I yeah can. it's yeah. <clears throat> let's let's hope this isn't know. one of those hamstrings that lasts eight months you know like it happens sometimes hopefully he's back but it's definitely slowed down how soon he'll get here mm-hmm. yeah speaking well, of I'm talking all-star break yeah Some, yeah I'm, I'm fine I'm fine season. with that too I don't May, don't don't June. rush him I mean yeah. they don't need to rush anybody because we, they know this is not a year to really contend. Everybody knows that, so why rush a guy? You know, do it do it when the time feels right. So anyway, what were you gonna say, Tom? I was gonna say, speaking of prospects, remember Siri, Jose Siri? Mm-hmm. Did you see he stole home the other day yeah. for the for somebody for the Rays, Tampa Bay Rays? And I remember seeing him as a dragon. Yeah, yeah. and he was heads and shoulders above everybody. Else. Yeah, well, he's the one that had that record hitting streak. Yeah, yeah, I have a bobblehead. Of Jose Siri. There you go. So, top can, that. Well, <laughs> you can go to Dorothy Lane Market right now and get the Dayton Flyer bobblehead. The Rudy Flyer? Yeah. Oh, the That's a good one. Just saying. Might nice. not top it, but it's close. Well, it's close. I'm, I'm a, I'd am I'm be I'd be in on that. Yeah. I'd be in on that. So, what about So, a few years ago, you and I went to opening day with your daughter and my yeah. son. And we got... How many years ago was that? I don't know. Four or five years ago? No, it's been longer than that. Probably. It was cold. It was cold. And we got, remember, we all got bobbleheads. We got a Johnny Bench. Oh, yeah, I bought a Johnny Bench one. Scooter. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else speaking of bobbleheads. Scooter. He was riding a scooter on the bobblehead. Yeah. Wow. Where is he now? I mean, he had his little bit of a run, and then that was it. You know, that's the thing. So, anyway, so that's sort of... You guys want to we let's switch gears here and talk, you know, rebuild philosophy. What did now you listen to? Where'd well, you hear Crawl talking on um, WLW? WLW is he talking and, to Lance? And yeah, and so no, he, he was being interviewed down in uh, Arizona. Oh, and they just replayed some yeah. of it. Okay, so what do you have to say? And it was a pregame show uh, for I think the Indians game just a day or okay. two ago. Did he start it off and, with like? See, you guys came back. You had nowhere else to go. Well, Is that kind of how he started it? He's not not Nick. That Nick's well, that wasn't I know. Yeah, I, but, you know, it's contagious. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was saying um, kind of what you were talking about. We're not get, we don't need to rush things. And he was saying that, um, uh, what did I, I write down? Is basically you have to keep the development mindset. Because if a guy, you bring a guy up. And he is not developing. He's struggling to keep his head above water. He shouldn't be up there. He should be up 
in the majors facing major league hitting or or batters and he should be in the development phase and not struggling just to keep his head above water so that's nick's straight from the mouth of nick crawl so he's saying that's his philosophy if you're there and you can't hardly keep your head above water you should go back down exactly okay don't they lose confidence yeah don't let them sit up here and flounder that's right i don't disagree with that yeah because if you're trying to keep your head above water you're not really developing is is what nick said and you haven't developed enough below to be able to do that is what he's saying but part, we, we've been forced to do that because yes. we needed people to fill positions in years past. Yeah. Right. And that may have a negative effect on the development of players. For sure. If it gets in your head. Yeah. Um, no, it's a mental game in so many ways. Part B of what he was saying, they are going to look at players and view them as far as their long-term success, like what we were just talking about, building around Stevenson and and uh, in India, um, so when they look at a player, you know, they're they're kind of keeping the the big picture in mind for, for everybody instead of well, filling, just filling, filling a in position. And, yeah, and and doing that. And, and of course, you you always have a handful of players that you have to have because you have injuries. And so that's there. a reason to bring in Will Myers because you don't want to mm-hmm. push, right. You don't want to push exactly. somebody else. Is that what and they're saying? Is that what he's saying? No. Well, you don't think that's what he's saying? I, I, no, I'm not no, saying I'm sorry, I agree. I'm, not, I'm just I'm trying not, to understand. I'm, I'm just trying to interpret what he's saying. I'm just sitting here thinking Tom, Tom has repeated for years the Cardinals, the Cardinals, the Cardinals. And we're sitting here talking about some sort of philosophy to build around. And you struggled to come up with two guys, Indy and Stevenson. Yeah. And here yeah. the Cardinals, they go and trade and they get Goldschmidt oh, and they Votto. do all these teams. I forgot Votto. Okay. And so my point is, we're sitting here talking about this year in, year out. Yeah. We, we just, there, there is no. There seems to be no urgency to win by the front office. There's and by not. the front office, I mean the owner. No, I don't disagree okay? with that. And no. so with that, all this all this other stuff is like Howard Cosell used to be talking on Monday Night Football. He would fill up the airwaves with his verbosity, if you would. <laughs> and that's all that was. That's all I hear from Nick Crawl well, what, what and whoever. You, you, have to, you just can't have India <clears throat> and Stevenson. Cardinals also have some highly paid Arenado. And they have some veterans, Goldschmidt, to anchor things too, as well as bringing oh, in the here's new. Here's my point. I would love we to get a Goldschmidt. I would love to get an Arenado. An Arenado. I would love to get those guys, but, but we don't. We don't have. Yeah, they're not spending money. You're not going to be because a of the margin. Team. Because mm-hmm. of the margin, or their perception of the margin. Well, they reported. You know, they reported an off-rating loss last year. And remember, remember what, we, remember what we talked about it in, during the off-season. Some million, I think. I shouldn't say we talked about Accounting. it. We texted one another, guys. Our reported. payroll is less than the New York Mets I luxury tax. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's where this team is. And, and isn't St. Louis a small market team? Yep. Or or, or they're a middle market team but at they best. Yes. Sell out quite and we've frequently. said we've said it's Minnesota. They win. Exactly. And we've said Minnesota and we've said Tampa. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. Miami. The it's Marlins fun. the Marlins win the World Series every what? Ten years? Yeah. They have. I mean, the A's are bad right now and the A's have done this kind of thing well, but they're terrible right now. But that doesn't mean they won't be good in a couple of years because they kind of know how to do this. We're kind of like Detroit. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I don't want to be like Detroit. No. So where are they on that? List? So that. So I. I. Yeah. This team. I. You're 100 percent right, Kim. It's like 
they do not want to do it that way. They've proven, the Reds have proven that they do not want to build a winner by doing what the Cardinals do. They do not want to build a winner by spending a lot of money. They were on their way before COVID. Exactly. Well, and, and during COVID, well, they were there. They were there. They the were, pitching staff they had mm-hmm. and the lineup they had, was, we were there. Yep. You're right. Uh, just a couple tweaks away. Possibly. Possibly. And I mean, you can't, can't really 100% well, predict that, but it's possible. But put it this way. I, okay, possibly right. I would have loved it if they would have not let go of those assets in that next offseason and kept them and see where we went the next okay. year. So let me add, let me just a little devil's advocate here. Let me just do this, say this. So, you know, we've heard, we've talked before. I mean, Tom said, how do the Rays do it? How do these teams do it? It's like they do it. This is kind of how they've done it, what the Reds are saying they want to do. But the what, Reds have what, said they want to do I know this that. for years. Yeah. They've said it, but they've never actually done it. They've never really committed to it. So the Rays committed to, a long time ago, low payroll, <clears throat> develop guys, not get attached to them. When it's time for them to go, we let them go. But we've got, but we're always developing. We've been doing this for a long time, and so there's always guys in the pipeline coming up to replace them. When the Reds have tried to do this before, the minor, you know, they got good, and then when you had some people get hurt or move on, there was no, there was no depth behind them, and so then you fall down again, and that's what I think happened here. They just, when COVID hit and they fell, and there was nothing to back those guys up when they didn't have the money to pay them, when they or they didn't choose to pay them. However you want to look at it, so I mean, that's that's he's saying we want to be that, but I I I hear you. I don't. Can you trust that? And can we look back 10 years from now and say we've had eight really good seasons because we've done it the right way. I don't know if that's – I can't say that's going to happen. John's, John wants to say something. I just wanted to finish my thought. Go ahead. We, we no, agree with me on this. Do you believe they have a commitment to the minor league system? Uh, they, yeah. Uh, that's obvious, right? Yeah, they're the fifth rated. Do you think that is groundwork foundation for building some sustainability? I think, it, I think it could be. I don't know if these guys agree to that. Well, I think what we saw right before COVID when, they, when we had some highly paid pitchers with Sonny Gray and all them. Uh, and Trevor, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and if they would only go out, you know, what did we do that year? We went out and they paid some money for Castellanos, mm-hmm. even Moustakis, mm-hmm. and, and Gray and, mm-hmm. and, and them. They paid some big money for some pieces. We don't, they're not, they don't have that on the table right now. We're developing players. Mm-hmm. And for a winning uh, strategy, I think you have to have both pieces in there. Yeah, you you need a balance. I agree. You oh, need a balance. You do. you do. Yeah. We don't seem to have either. Well. No, this is, they bottomed out last year, obviously. Let's hope so. And so, you know, I think the, the fact that they bottomed out, <clears throat> You know, where do you go from the bottoming out? At the, they bottomed out at the major league level. They didn't bottom out organization-wide. They bottomed out at the major league level. So we'll have to see. I mean, I, I honestly – and my only my, – my feeling of, like, they have to do it this way is because they will never do it the other way. 
The other not way, like the Yankee way? way? Not yeah. with this ownership. Oh, yeah. They'll never do it. Well, they'll never do it like they did right before COVID. They'll never do that again. Uh, I, we, not we with this know. ownership group. Agre- I don't see, this, on- I don't see this ownership group ever doing it that way again. I think, I think, I mean, they could, but I don't think they can be long-term successful One of that Nick way. Crawl's, uh, strengths, Nick Crawl is very good. Agree with me on this one. Nick Crawl is very good at evaluating talent, looking at the, the metrics mm-hmm. on guys. Yeah, I mean, I th- you can't argue with a lot of moves they made, really. Strengths. As far as he's he's built the the minor league system, has got more talent in it than it's had because forever. Because he's been trading for that talent to come in. You know, we gave up all our who would we get from Mustakas and uh, Castillo. Then we had high and, round picks. And, yeah, and yeah. He knows he knows how he knows he I he knows how to look at guys and prospects like that. I think and, and so. He looks at the metrics. And I think so. I mean, it is a. I mean, it's a cliche, but time, only time will tell. And and I, I just I, I think that's what we get. I, I think if they, yeah, we're impatient, and I I'm impatient. I'd rather have a good season and a good team than than be like this. But I don't think. I just don't see how they're. I just don't see them being. They're never going to be big spenders. And if they would absolutely, if they would actually commit to a strategy instead of bounce all over the place, they might have a chance. There's no guarantees, but they might have a chance mm-hmm. if it, they commit to a strategy. Well, and that's they say that with coaching too. If you have a if you have a system, if you have a philosophy and you stick with it, it'll likely work. Yeah. Well, you just need to have a system and stick with it. Yeah, trust the process, so to yeah. speak. Now, I can see why we don't why we might not trust this process yet because you know, we've We've had different processes in place since and we're Castellini's all jaded, came by the in, way. and we're jaded yeah. by it, you know. And I, you know, try to, you know, if if the, uh, you know, the jaded part makes the glass half empty, but my we'll see we'll see what happens. My jadedness has subsided recently because of the Bengals. <laughs> so hey, if the jaded, Bengals can do it. That's right, Jeff. Whether the glass is half empty. Or whether the glass is half full, the glass is at half. The glass is at half. You want a full glass? I I I I, I do want more than half. Please. I like that. I like that. You're not. Yeah. That's a that's a nice little twist on that uh, philosophy there. Because like the that. comment obviously is your pers- your perspective, and we right. get that. Yeah. But it's r- regardless, up or down, it's half. Yeah. Let's go up and let's get three quarters. Yeah, yeah. So just as a data point on the Reds being able to spend money. So the Reds generated $266 million in revenue, not profit. Just that's what they brought in from last year from everything. Did you look that up? Yeah. Um, or do you? The highest paid. Yeah, I know all this by heart. You, I looked it up. Do you hack their accounting <laughs> system? Um, the Dodgers are number one, $580 million. Okay. So, but we expect that. But when I compare to other teams, they make about the same revenue as Arizona, Minnesota. Uh, the Cardinals are at 287. The Reds are at 266. So that's very similar. So now the Cardinals get a lot more revenue. You, you would expect that it been a lot more revenue because of their where they pack out the ballpark. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot more revenue. No, I would expect it to be a lot more. 
Me too. It's it's surprising. So you know. Well, I, TV money's about the same. Yeah, uh, they mm-hmm. split that. So looking at the how much revenue that comes in, it makes you think. Well, maybe they can spend money, right? If these other ones with similar amount of revenue are spending money, why why not us? Yeah. It's a it's a Bengal thing. Remember, why right. not us? Right. I think the best approach is what they're doing in the miners, and then once you have more of a core of established major leaguers who you can count on and build around versus two guys because you kind of got two guys right now because Votto doesn't really count because he's no. he's on well, his, Griffey's got, our second highest paid player. Well, okay, <laughs> he's our second. Yeah, because yes. Votto's on the, Votto's on the way out, obviously, and, and Griffey will be our top. Pick. Right, and once you have that four or five, then I think. Yeah, I can, they're never going to spend like the big spenders, but I th- I think they could get back to a, a they'll get they could get back to a higher level, but just don't not at the expense. And in, in, in the past, I think we've gone and done that and made trades and brought in guys who were established, and we've we've our our development our minor league system has suffered as yeah, a result. Yeah, you can't do that. And I, you can't do things where you're trading away lots of prospects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they do that. They're doomed to repeat this whole thing all over again. It's true. They will repeat it all over again if they do that. So yeah. I'm not against, you know, Will Myers was a free agent this year, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what they had to pay for him, but and pay attention. But see what I'm saying? It's like don't don't abandon ship on the development to do this other stuff. If you can make it work together, which I think we all agree on, I think that's it's good. good point. Just don't abandon it. And they've abandoned it in the past. And if 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 crawl and the ownership is finally fine with that, then I think they have a chance. But you know, Bob has been notoriously gets attached to players. Don't trade that guy. And you've asked about the Rays and so forth. They don't. When the time's up, let them go. You know, and because sooner or later, because you know, as good as Scooter Jeanette was for two years, sooner or later. You know, those, there's a lot of guys that have those two or three flash flash years, and then they fall off. So so I took some notes here. Do you want to hear what <clears throat> Nick Crawl said about the development of our top three starters? Sure. Lay it on us. Green, Liddell, and Ashcraft, right? Yeah. Okay. He says his goal this year for those guys is consistency. Because if you look at – remember Green – He's 10 and 11 last year. His opening day start was lights out. And then he crashed all the way through May, got hurt, came back from being hurt, and ended the season pretty much lights out. Yeah. Um, Okay. Consistency. Uh, Lodolo, um, he got, he came back from the minors and he cut his number of walks in half. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did. That was his. That was his issue. Uh, he said for Ashcraft. Um, actually, he said for all three of these guys, they they're still learning what they can and can't do. Like you would think they would know what they can and can't do, but he, they're still learning what they can and can't. Well, do. they know what they can and can't do in AAA. They don't know yet what they can and can't but do in the had national. Plenty league. of innings here. Well, I yeah, mean, I know. Yeah, yeah, you're always learning. Yeah, and you have to adjust, of course. Hunter Green's always asking, telling about how he's adjusted, and yeah. you know if you hear his post-game interviews. Uh, Ashcraft, he he said that he figured out he didn't have to pinpoint his hundred-mile-an-hour cutter, and he could throw it down the middle and 
break major league bats. Yeah. So, so that right there is kind of I like I like that philosophy for developing those guys. Yeah. Who knows what the pitching coach is going to say? Right. Who is the pitching coach? Derek Johnson still is he? Yeah. So. Yeah. So they got a you yeah. know a well respected guy. Yeah. So. Well, then if and they had pretty normal rookie years. You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's people don't come up and do Doc Gooden stuff. No, I mean, it doesn't happen. <laughs> or Mark the Bird Fidrich. Yeah, I mean it's rare. <laughs> yeah. You'd love to get one of those one time, but their but their path is pretty is pretty common. Even 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 the guys who've won Cy Young awards. I, I feel, I I mean I'm excited to see these guys. Yeah, I bring am. it this year. I, well, you'll get to watch it, and we won't. Hopefully, we. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Bally's is uh, might be filing for bankruptcy. So I saw that. Heard that. Saw that. Yeah. Should have done online betting. They, they just <clears throat> until they make it available as a pay per view or a an online streaming app for any team you want. Instead of this, all this blackout stuff, yeah. um, it's going to be hard, and that's what they need to do. That's what they need to do. For the health of the game, I think. Yeah, I mean, other, I mean, we all can watch NFL games. Um, even Premier League now is all over the place. They got to do that with baseball. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're stubborn about it. But baseball is always slow to change. So speaking of rules, but ah. before we get to that, any other final thoughts on this? Do we want to predict rebuild stuff? here? You're saving that for later. We can save that later, for the end. Later. We'll save, save that to the end. We, we, we want to give people a reason to keep listening. You need to, you need to on the podcast, <laughs> roll back to our other predictions and see how we did. Oh, well, nobody, nobody was close last year because nobody predicted 100 losses. No. So, any other, any other final thoughts on this rebuild stuff? Or have we all said our piece? Let's go. Expect Let's the worst, on. but ex- <laughs> yeah. I expect the worst, but I hope for the best. Let's talk about rule change. Let's talk about something we find interesting. <laughs> find interesting. <laughs> All right, pitch clock. It's pretty bad when we're bored. Pitch clock. What do you know about the pitch clock, guys? Well, you guys taught me a little bit before. Did you say 18 seconds and 15 seconds? Um, I think that's what it is. I'm looking it up. No, 15. So you have. You have 15 seconds to throw the ball with the bases empty. All right, let me ask this. When does that clock start? All right, I, I make a pitch. When the pitcher gets the ball. All right, so the pitch, the pitch is made, foul ball into the stands, long, and everybody yeah. watches. And, and the umpire either throws it to the pitcher or gives it to the catcher, yeah. throws to the pitcher. Pitcher catches it. Does clock the clock start, start right clock then as starts. soon as he catches yeah. it? That's when the clock 15 starts. seconds. Or 18 when 20, there's a runner on 20 base? 20 with a man on base. It was okay. 18 in minors last year, as I believe. Meanwhile, the batter must be alert in the box and ready to hit when there are eight seconds left on the clock. If a pitcher violates the pitch clock rules, the batter is awarded an automatic ball. And vice versa, an automatic strike yes. if the batter yes. is not ready within eight by eight seconds to go. Right, right, right. If a batter violates the rule, 
the pitcher is awarded an automatic strike. That's led to crazy things over the course of the spring, like runs scoring on a bases-loaded pitch clock violation walk and inning-ending strikeouts because the batter wasn't in the box soon enough. But it cut down more than half as the spring training season yeah. progressed. It, it takes a while to get used yep, to it. Now, yep. They did it in the minors last year. You saw a lot more of those violations early in the season in the minor leagues. And as the season went, the violations, guys get used to it. And figure it out. Have you seen any stats on how much it shortened the games? Well, minor league games were always over three hours, and I, I, I could count on one hand the number of Dragons games I went to last year that was over three hours. I think I read about 25 minutes or so. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not only that. It's just the pace when yeah, you're watching exactly. the game. You know, you don't, you, you know, you don't have time to, to go to the fridge between pitches. If you're an infielder – and you've got the pitcher in front of you, and he's ready to go. You're you're ready to yeah, go. Yeah, you know. How, I, I love it. Yeah, how many guys talk about they like fast workers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you know, and, and the pitch, and the and the guy can't step out of the box. Right. He can step out once, but maybe I forget. There's some little other little things. You just gotta be ready with eight you, seconds. But you left. gotta be ready. You gotta be ready with eight seconds to go. I um, watched some of the spring training games, and it was it was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, and they they've you know they've got guys that just. Just like a shot clock in basketball, there's a guy sitting there pushing the button, pushing the button every, you know, watching, pushing the button, so watching, pushing the button. Were the, if I go to the next one, the, the bigger bases, was that to reduce injuries? Yes. Or was it to encourage more stolen bases? It's, that's the byproduct. Okay. Of it was it. all about injuries. It's about injuries because it's a bigger, yeah, bigger thing to step on and less chance of turning your ankles and stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's tightened it up. So there's, I mean, the bases are now six inches right. closer together. So it doesn't seem like much, but as, you know, think about all the bang bang plays right. and the pitch clock. So what are the numbers on stolen bases in spring training? They got to be up, aren't they? I've, I've heard that they were. I don't know the final numbers on that, but but stolen bases were up in the minors last year. So they're doing all this stuff, and then the, then there's the shift change. You know, the shift. We should see averages skyrocket this year, with without the shift. I think they'll go up. Well, I think they'll go way and, up. And you can, and now you don't. And see, the shift is what brought launch angle into the. I mean, because you had to, you had to right. try to hit it over everybody's head. Now, right now, you can swing a little bit. You know, it's going to change, change it back. The thing on the shift is, is that two guys have to start. The, when the pitch is thrown, there has to be two two guys on each side of the second base. All right. So if I'm the shortstop and I am one step away from being on second base the ball is released can you, i quickly can move, move over you can move over you can side you we'll can probably see that don't you think but, but, <clears> you, but we'll probably see that don't you yeah, oh, you, we did it in softball growing up yeah all these years. yeah i don't i don't remember yeah. seeing guys do that but then you're watching the pitch better, and they better, might be better. they might be doing better, it better. Hey, better, better. <laughs> yeah give him the hand so, hit the cough button over there john so <laughs> Yeah, it's, they might do a – you got time to do like a slide step in, in a, you know, mm -hmm. slow-pitch softball. Yeah, you got a lot of time to move, but, but you know. So what about the infielder's feet on the grass? Is that come into play, or can I back up three you or four steps you can probably, onto the you grass? You can probably retreat once the – but I didn't see guys doing that last okay, year. Okay, but, but I'm asking. I don't know. When the – are you allowed uh, – let's think of a second baseman. Are you allowed to have your feet on the grass – or must you be on the dirt? You can't. You cannot be in the grass. Okay. So, the next question is: When the ball is released, can you back up? Probably. Yeah. It's I when would the think when the ball is released, you can go wherever you want. It's when the pitch is released. It does, you have to be two guys there and in the not in the grass 
when the pitch is released. So who's going to sit there and watch? You know, he, he hit a foot. Well, on, you know, the umpires might, the base umpires can look <clears throat> at that. I mean, that's the thing in the minors. You got two umpires. The majors, you know, you got more than two, right? You got four. So, until you get to the playoffs. Until you get to the playoffs, and you got like six. So, um, leniency for catchers who end an inning on base or at bat. Umpires could turn off the two minute, 30 second between innings clock okay. at the 30 second mark Sounds if good. the catcher has made a reasonable effort to abide by the timer. If it reaches the point, a catcher will be allowed to receive one warm up pitch from the pitcher and make a throw down a second to ensure he, too, has warmed up his arm. Um, By throwing one throw. Yeah. Placing the onus on hitters to restart the clock if they take a timeout. Hitters may call time once in and at bat, and previously the clock was starting from 15 or 20 when players stepped into the batter's box and were alert, leading to pitchers potentially holding the ball for longer periods of time. Under the new guidelines, a player, regardless of where he is standing, must indicate to an umpire that he is ready to resume play at which point the umpire will tell the operator to wind the clock. So remember the NFL when they tried to quiet they tried to quiet down the home uh, field uh, fans, and the quarterbacks couldn't hear. And yeah, they would, go like and they would this. do this. Yeah. So they, now we're going to have these batters up there, and they got the old oh, I got a gnat in my eye. Well, and, you know, I guess yeah, maybe so. Going, going like this. Yeah, or I, like I didn't that. see any gamesmanship. Like I don't that. either, but I, I don't put it past yeah um, some of them doing something knee, like that. What are that trick knee? Uh, yeah, on brushback pitches and big swings, which either knock equipment out of place or land a player splayed out on the ground. Umpires will delay the start of the pit of the clock if the clock operator starts it early. Have the ability to wave off the timer, which I saw them do. They'd wave it off, or they'd say, they they give a they yeah. put the hand up to They're the guy. They're trying to be he, reasonable because he's about sitting it. in the press box right up behind home plate. At least at the minor league games, I don't know where they'll be in major league parks. Probably somewhere behind home plate where yeah. they can communicate with the umpire. And you know, it's like, hey, let's be reasonable here. This yeah. guy, you know, the trainer had to come out or not or whatever. Yeah. Or he fell down or the you know, the the ball hit the umpire and he's got to collect himself yeah. just because the pitch goes right back to the ball goes right back to the pitcher. We may, we may delay it some at times just to be reasonable, but overall it's, it's boom, boom, boom. And I thought it was great. Now what's the penalty for a shift violation? Is that a ball? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who's going to violate it? If that's the rule, that's the rule. And you're not going to, I don't know what the penalty is. Yeah, Clint Hurdle's not Rules managing any virus. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Astros I know. will probably do it. Yeah. Well, well, let's Somebody's see. Somebody's going to complain about it because people will push the limits. Well, let's see. Let me, let me. Yeah, uh, what if some guy starts out on the grass? Yeah. You know? Yeah, what are you going to do about it, huh? Well, let's see what they say. Um, uh, this is. It's good podcast programming here. Nobody's talking. Okay. Shift restrictions. Two infielders must be positioned on either side of second base when the pitcher's released. All four infielders must have both feet within the infield when the pitcher is on the rubber. So. Automatic ball. Shift restrictions increase batting average and decrease strikeouts in minors while giving players more opportunity to show off their athleticism. Is so it, Is it reviewable? It's an automatic ball if there's a shift. Re- I don't Penalty know. for I violations and automatic ball. That'll slow everything down. The bigger bases are 15 to 18 inches um, square. Um, distance is reduced by three inches from home to first, blah, blah, blah. Bigger bases reduced minor, reduced injury events near the bases by more than 13% in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. 
So that's significant. All right, so we know there's no more four outfielders, right? No yes. More. Okay, so remember the days when Eric Davis in, in a game <clears throat> would be about three steps behind the infield dirt for the ball up the middle, and there's one game he fielded it, ran, stepped on the bag and threw it at first. He didn't get the double play, yeah. the other team won. Are the, in a case like that, is the center fielder allowed to come in and cheat? Yeah, I suppose. That's well, not you, that's, that's you not do that shift. now. If the, the rule is for infielders. It's if it's not, the bottom of the well, ninth. Four, four outfielders, I mean, nah, I know you're but, taking an infielder. Yeah, but the rule is about it. infielders staying where they where they traditionally are supposed to be. There's no rule okay. about where the outfielders can, All right. can be. I did not know. You know I had, can, I had you know, not you, heard that. Yeah, you play in. You play in with two outs in the ninth. Sure. Sure. Guy on third. Because deep, deep ball is going to beat you anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, that's I, good that yeah, they're not tinkering with that. No, no. They're just doing stuff to try to – The only the only big – you it, know how it, baseball – It brings sort of small ball back into play a little bit. That's what I was going to say. Which could benefit mm -hmm. teams who don't have lots of high-priced power hitters. Or Namely don't play Reds. in a band box. Or don't play in a, yeah, yeah, they do yeah. that. Votto's batting average goes up 50 points this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So what were you going to say? I was just going to say, baseball's always so concerned about changing things that mess up the records, you know, because the records are so pure. The only thing that could jeopardize records with this would be the bigger bases with the stolen base. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, Other than that, I don't think anything else would impact. I'd, li I'd like to see batting averages well, for guys a... that everybody shifted on. Like Votto. It totally should happen. Yeah. Go back what, up. And yeah. Tom, not only, not only the bigger bases, we talked before about the two disengagements. Yeah, so we haven't talked about that. Mm -hmm. get them to get, your goal is to get the pitcher to throw it to the base mm -hmm. a time or two, and then you're ready. So it yeah. could really be – Siri could have a year, yeah. right? I mean – Yeah. Yeah, guys could have a year stealing bases. That's the one where we talk about, too, is the two – you get three disengagements from the rubber. The first two, the third one will, will hurt you. So a disengagement is either stepping off or a pickoff play. And then once you do – if you do the third one, if you try to pick a guy for a third time and you don't get him out, it's a balk. Now, you still got to get on base. That was Billy Hamilton's yeah, problem. Yeah, if he could yeah. get on base, <laughs> they, he had steals galore. But got, you still got to get on base. There's no rule change to allow 220 hitters to hit the ball better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if he made the last out in the 10th inning, he's on second. He's on right? second. That would increase his OBP. <laughs> Do you get credit? Do you get credit yeah, for OBP on that? Yeah. I don't think so. Run scored. <laughs> you get a run scored. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, yeah. What could have been better than Billy Hamilton making the last out of the ninth in a tied game? Yeah. Well, it's almost I mean, a given. That's anyway. almost that's a given. That's He's a worth run. having on your roster just for that. Just yeah. for that, Billy, go make the final out. <laughs> <laughs> two outs no in the problem. ninth. No problem. You're speaking my language. Two, <laughs> two outs in the ninth, a tied game. Billy, you're pinch hitting. Just, just stand. Yeah. Just you want stand me to there. Butt? You want nah, me to butt? No, just do like you normally do. Ground out. No, no, no. Pop up. We couldn't or get just him to stand ground there. out. Just stand there. Try to <laughs> let him strike you out. And then when you bring on base, I'd walk him and then get the next guy. That's what I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we laugh at poor Billy's expense. We're here expense. all night, folks. We're that. here all night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was <laughs> awfully fun to watch, though. He was. He was. We were saying it was. We're like talking in the in the past yeah. tense. Who's he, he playing? Is he still with the Royals? I don't know. He's still playing. He's, yeah. He was last year. He was on a roster. Wow. No, he brings some value in certain yeah. ways. A defensive replacement. Yeah. Nothing he's, else. Yeah, late he's, he's, he's got his he's got his little parts of value. Just man, when he was playing for the Dragons and he got on base 
everybody. I was, bet it was exciting. It was you knew it was coming. So he stole over a hundred bases that one year. I mean, you knew it was, you knew he was going. You just knew it. You know, and it wasn't anything that you could do to stop it. He hardly ever, he rarely was thrown. Yeah, out. I bet, I bet he is. Come on, some team's gonna take me this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a pinch runner. He's a he he. You know, yeah. with a twenty-six man roster versus what it used to be twenty-five, there's a spot for him. Yeah, if it, there can be. He's on the White be. Sox. Yeah, is that where he is hmm. now? Yeah, he'll bounce. He's a guy who'll bounce around. He hardly played last year. He will bounce Did around. Twenty at bats all year last year. Whoa, all of them late inning defensive replacements. Or did he get any hey, hits? We want you to be the last one out. hit. One for twenty last year. <laughs> and I bet it wasn't a bunt. So finally, he was hitting <laughs> his average, right? It's probably a bloop. Seventy-seven. A blooper into the left, left center. But he, had, but he scored thirteen runs. <laughs> really. Yes. Oh, he pinch runner. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so those are the rule changes. Um Well, that'll be good. I think those are positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So this is episode fifty seven. So John Smiley. John Smiley. Very good. Wow, that's impressive. Ninety three to ninety seven. So we're into these numbers of like pitchers and like call ups. You know, the first number you yeah. get and then you get I your numbered. regular number later. So, in 1980, a speedy little guy who was mentioned earlier in this podcast wore number 57. Tom Eddie Milner? Eddie Milner. Eddie Milner. Milner. He he mentioned, was he mentioned? Oh, oh, I thought you meant today. Yeah, yeah. He From was Central mentioned. State. So he was yes. a marauder. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Um, and I've from doing this, we've learned over the uh, – that – Somebody dancing? Oh, I'm sorry. That was me. I'm <laughs> tap, on base. Tap, I'm on base. You're on We're base. talking about Billy. I'm going. <laughs> he's got his foot. He's, his, his foot's bouncing up and down. Uh, anyway, you know, you go back to 30s, 40s, and that, that era, way back, guys changed numbers all the time. Probably uniforms like, ah, we don't have, you know, we ran out of that number. You're going to have, you know, it's just a different era, right? So in 1938 – Johnny Vandermeer wore number 57. And 1938 is the year he threw both no-hitters. Oh, wow. So, and I looked that up. When I saw he did it, I thought, oh, was that the, that sounds like the year. Like, I don't know that if you'd asked me if I'd have known what year exactly. I knew it was in the 30s. But when I saw that, I'm like, that might be the year. So I looked it up on Wikipedia. This is Wikipedia, so. Um. You know, he no-hit the Boston Bees. Four days later, against the Brooklyn Dodgers, he threw his second no-hitter. Did you know that that was the very first night game yep, ever at Evans yep, Field? Yep. I don't really? think I knew that. No, wow. did. And do you think that might have had something to do with getting a no-hitter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to take anything away from Johnny Vandermeer, because not everybody could have done that that night. But – well, the, lights certainly... aren't, the lights aren't nearly like they would be today. No, no, yeah. no not at all. Not at all. So That's anyway, an interesting tidbit. And then, he, and then he started the All-Star game that year at Crosley Field. Oh, wow. Which I did not know. That's either. neat. So there's some other That's little. That's the era where guys, you know, ended up getting drafted and going to World War yeah, II and missed spent, out on. He missed two years. The best part of their careers, you know. He missed two years. Oh, yeah. Feller missed a bunch. Yeah. DiMaggio. Or, I mean, yeah. Ted Williams. Yeah, and Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Yeah, all those guys. Mickey. What could Williams have done? Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Amazing what they could have done. So, which they did amazing things. Yeah, Williams, 
Somebody would have been breaking Ted Williams' career home run record most likely if he hadn't ever if he hadn't go fight in a war. So um, anyway, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Anybody got any final? Th- oh, we want to predictions. Predictions. All right. Jeff will have the how most about, wins. How about He'll this? Always... How about how about this? Hey, well, I have. Let's a, set I have the over. Let's set the over. Okay, go ahead. Before He's got a trivia. Quote. Opening day this year. There's eight former Cy Young winners pitching the most ever. Name them. Uh, Verlander. Eight. No. Max Scherzer. 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 The guy for the Dodgers. Um... Oh, Kershaw. Kershaw. Negative. What? Um. It's hard the, to the Mets got. I can't remember who won them last year. I can't. Either. <laughs> I'm not gonna do good at this. Plays for the Marlins. Oh yeah, he just came from yeah, the yeah, Mets. Yeah, Al- Alcantara. Yep, that's one. Who? Sandy Alcantara. So we have Sandy Alcantara. Of... Alcantara. We have Max Scherzer. We have, a, we have a... uh, David Price. He ever went on with Cy Young? It's not Bauer. Him. He's in Japan. Um. Yes. He is. Yeah. I'm not going to make any comments. Come on, guys. We uh, got six more. I don't know. We're going to make one this. of them when he won the Cy Young play for the Pirates. Garrett Cole? Yep. Garrett Cole. Oh, Garrett Cole. Thank you. The, the, the Mets pitcher. The Mets pitcher. Uh, I can't remember DeGrom. his name. DeGrom. DeGrom. That's the name I was trying to think. Yeah, me too. One with the four. Brewers. One with the Brewers. Oh, um, Just a couple years ago. Yeah. Can't remember his name. Burns. 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 All right, um, three more. Three more. Can you we, give us the teams? We need, we need more hints. Teams? Um, I'm not sure who they play for right now. <laughs> but who they did they play for? Well, um, let's see. One was a uh, – that guy? <laughs> Just give me some It's not names. that hard to read, John. Who did they play for? I'll give you their initials. Okay. All right. Here's, here's the one. Your guys aren't going to get this one. B.S. Yeah, this Blake Snell. Is that what this question is? That's a whole question. Blake Snell. You said I wouldn't get it. Hey, Blake Snell. Okay, here's here's another one. We have two more. This one, you get this one. Z G. Zach Zach Greinke. Yep. And here's the last one. This is an ex-Indian. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow. C K. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Chris. No. 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 Now. Nep. Nep. C K. Yeah, I can't uh, say it. I Calvin know. Klein. Cal- <laughs> Another Seinfeld episode. Yes. Calvin Klein. Also, Indian. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know who you mean. I can't say Just it. Just tell us. Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber. Oh, yeah. Corey Kluber. So yeah. those are the eight starters. And the Kluber's with who with who. I mean, there's another team that hasn't kept a lot of guys who've been really good, and they're still good every year. Now, they've kept Jose Ramirez around, but. Francona um, seems to win. Yeah. You know, you know they just. You know, so hey, David Bell's got the kind of roster he likes. He can manage. He can situationally manage till his heart's content. Move him around. He can just do whatever he wants with this. He he probably loved that Billy Hamilton. So, but we'll see what happens. All right, anybody? Anything else? All right, I can already predict that. Oh, we're going to do the, gonna, Jeff's going to think that right. they're going to win the most games of all of us. Uh, how about how about this? And then we'll go with number. Let's set it over and under at 70 and a half just to get back to 70, just because. Can they win over or under 70 and a half wins? They can, but I'm going to go with under. You're going under? 
I'm going to go over with pitchers this year. Under. Injuries. I'll go over just to be – just so Tom's not there by Thank himself. Thank you. I just think Because my glasses – my glass is like three-quarters full. <laughs> <laughs> then you're a winner. You're a winner for sure. My straw isn't working. <laughs> Your straw? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what, what, I, where were we? I just think it – I would love to say over. First of all, it's sad that we're saying over under on 70, right? Right. But when we talk about injuries and the Reds have been injured, 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 we're talking about Hunter Green. I just – Hey, it's I almost opening much, day. We're supposed is. to be positive and hope springs eternal in the spring. I say 75 see, games Tom, they win this that's, year. That's what you don't like. That's our strategy, 70, hope. That's a, hope is not a strategy. <laughs> I know. No, I know. It's not a strategy, but it's a, it's a thing. 75 that wins. Means. That's what I'm saying. Mm. 68. 68. 75. 66. You got to go higher than me because you always do. I always do. I was, I was thinking 74 was what before you said 75. All right. Remember we're at 66, 68. Here. 75. Me, okay. Let's see. And what did he say? Predictions. He won't say I, it yet. I'm going to. I did. What I just you, said 74. You said you were going to. Well, yeah, because. That was in my head before you said 75, and then you're like, I got to go over it. So I stuck with my gut. Oh, you did. Instead of just please. So I'm I the didn't most wanna, optimistic. I just didn't want to please you. Who's our all-star selection going to be? Oh. Well, that's uh, a good one. I like that. Reaver San Martin. No, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully it's like India or Stevenson or Hunter Green. Hunter Green. Or, or one of those three starters. It's Hunter Green. Or it's one of those guys and one of the starters. That would be – two guys would be great. Yeah. Lodolo. All right, so, Lodolo. so yes. Kim said what, 68, 67? 68. John said 66, and I'm at 68. Wow, you think they're going to be worse than last year. Injuries, injury bug. We don't have depth. John or Tom said we got a seven. whole minor league, John. <laughs> yeah, man, look at all that depth. Look at great Then we'll bring them up. They'll tread water, send them back down. We can't I, have them treading water. My glass is leaking. Yeah. He's not even, yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah. nothing. Got nothing. All right, 68, 66, 75, 74. We all hope Tom is the closest to being right. Yeah. And we uh, hope he's And we under. hope John has no clue. But um, I, I, you reality know, reality, reality is that the number is going to be somewhere in the middle of Somewhere between 66 and 75, most likely. It's hard to imagine. We'll take that. After last year, we'll take that. After last year, we'll take it, you know. So, growing up in Cincinnati, opening day was a holiday. Kids didn't go to school. And so, I'm playing hooky on Thursday, grabbing my son. I've been taking him since he he was on my shoulders on opening days at the parades. And so, we're going to the parade. and Parade. Skyline after the parade, Jeff. We did that. Oh yeah, and then, yeah, then the game a, at four. It's a, it's four a must. Yeah, it's a must. So I, I can't find it. Weather's now. supposed to be good, like fifty-eight. So yeah, I can't find it now. But I saw something came through my email or something today. Like somebody went, they went through and figured out what's the least amount, you know, conservatively speaking, what's the kind of the least amount you can expect to pay at opening day in all thirty ballparks for uh, their op- for their home opener. For their home opener. Yeah. So you're going to spend, according to that, at least like 71 or $72 on yourself. Spent a lot more than that. But did you? Because yeah. you bought a bigger ticket? I did. Okay. But the average person is going to spend at least that much to go to a Reds, to Reds opening day, and that's about the fort. That's right in the middle 
of the whole league. It's major the middle. Leagues. That's really? right. It's like 14, I think. I thought Cincinnati would have been on the low end. No, no it's a big deal. It's a big deal. No, I mean. Yeah. So they can, they, they theoretically the living, are free to charge a little more because they know people are coming. Yeah. yeah. Yankees they're not, are they're coming not trying to, to pull year. people yeah. in. So. That'll be fun to see. What's that? Yankees are coming to River, or, yeah. I'm say Riverfront. River, Riverfront. Boy. <laughs> Boy. That's, 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 old, that's old time. So, well, I think we've had a good time discussing this today. So, hopefully the Reds will have just as much of a good time this season, but or at least here and there. I mean, whatever the win total is, if we at least see, like, something bright on the horizon a little bit, that's that's I think – Sure, I think I, if we I came in the middle of the pack this year, we'd all be the, happy. The reality is this is where they are. So, that has to be – all right, so that, that's that that's what we have that's what we have to hope for because this is we're not going to get any whether we like it or not we're not getting so a contender. Get, so getting us that to that perspective, Ellie De La Cruz coming up in the middle of the uh, season, I think so, and performing well. As much as I hate to say this, I will I will miss Votto, but the Votto contract will be gone. Yeah, and, and that frees up money and so, okay, let's let's go ahead and balance. We're bringing up that number five minor league system to. The players we think can fill those holes. Let's fill some gaps here. Yeah. Let's get a yeah. let's get a let's get a closer that people actually will know their name. Third baseman. Well, people might know Alexis Diaz's name after this year. Well, he mm-hmm. jumped on his brother's shoulders and hurt his knee, and he can't pitch for the Mets this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take out the competition. <laughs> out yeah. the co- one by one. <laughs> Wait the next WBC. We're ready. <laughs> Who's on the Cardinals? Tom Tom will pay him to go jump on a Cardinal pitcher. Right. Uh, they'll just, pitch they'll just bring Tommy Her back, and he'll hit 290 and drive in 120 runs. <laughs> oh, Andy Van Slyke. Andy Van Slyke. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so, um, where were we? Uh, who knows? I we're about know. to wrap it up. About, about to wrap it up. We're, well, just like – so, I think you were getting to the thing, like, what are – what okay, are some yeah. things that make us say this year was a step in the right direction? Well, health for one thing, but you can't control that. But Indian and Stevenson having good solid years. Somebody else of a Senzel nature, somebody like that, uh, a Barrero says, "Hey, I can play." Or a Spencer Steer, like, "Oh, this guy, he's new at kind of new at third base. I don't know how good he's going to be at the glove." But like somebody like that. The last time and we then, all got excited is then, when they plugged in, when they spent money and they bought some free agents. Right. That's what got us excited. That right. was back in the COVID year. Right. And that's not going to happen now. So it's got to be development get us excited. That's the only thing that's going to get us excited. Well, I still hope they fill in next year. They will, right? but they're not going to do – I don't think they're going to go that far. No, yeah, but they need to at least get a couple – Proven guys yeah, stuck yeah. in there. So I think if they do that and it's like, oh, we have a much better core now – we don't have Votto's contract. We can get this guy. Yeah. But we're not going to bring in five guys. I think that's. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what's. I think that's, yeah, that's where reasonable. they're going. I think that's yeah. where they're going. And the starting pitching. So it's like if those three starters are good and a fourth guy materializes. Yeah. And a Dela. It doesn't even have to be Dela Cruz. Although I hope it is because right, I love right. the guy. But a couple guys come up and mm-hmm. show that we can play. Matt McClain's got a shot at that. Um, there's guys that have a shot at that. Now McLean's out in better shot now because De La Cruz is on the injured list. If he starts off hot, this Encarnacion Strand down the road, mm-hmm. yeah. So if th- those are the things that could give you like, okay, you know, 
Maybe get, maybe get, we're moving in the right direction. Get India if, back to his rookie form. Mm-hmm. Stevenson have a solid year. Yeah. I think Stevenson will have a solid year this year. Yeah. I think he'll. I mean, just think back how bad the Astros were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they've won two World Series in the last five years. I'm not predicting that, but it can happen. They've proved that it can happen. Tear it all down, build it back up. Cincinnati has good vibes right now. And those guys were all guys. The majority of that first Astros World Series team was were guys who the key guys were all guys mostly that came up through their system. So we'll see. All right, let's close it down. So um, when we return, we will no doubt, and everybody cross your fingers, be discussing the eh, maybe not the first place Reds, but the improving Reds. A good start. The good a good start. Anything, well. Not just anything better than three and twenty-two would be good because four and twenty-one wouldn't be any good either. A winning but. record. How about twelve or, or, and twelve? Or hovering around. Oh, yeah. come on, we can go winning bouncing, record. Bouncing around five hundred. All right. Okay. That's, that's sad. All right. Well, that's just what it is. It, you know, it is what it is, as people like to say. Tracy Jones used to say. Yes. Yes. So, well, let's play ball, and as we always say, go, go Reds. Reds.